0: Of South Florida, is that you? Hello, oh my gosh, how in the heck are you? You look amazing today. It is so good to see you again. Come on in, have a seat, follow us, or subscribe, or whatever it is your medium requires, and stay a while. We'd love to have you as part of our family. Say, while you're here, can I get you something to think today? And now, on with the show. My school experience started out in a small two-room schoolhouse in an Arizona town that was just as small. Mrs. Clayson and Mrs. Tracy were our teachers with all things grammatical, mathematical, scientific, and such. Inga taught us some German songs, and Aunt Jenny ran the fire evacuations. And most of the time, we stayed at school like we were supposed to. On a few occasions, usually during hot late summer days in September, we would climb the fence during recess and go for a swim in the dirty pond which was just a glorified irrigation reservoir. I don't know why Mrs. Clayson made such a big hubbub with us over there during recess. It's where we spent most of our summer afternoons. At least we were wearing clothes. (laughs) That's more than the month of July got from us. (laughs) I also remember weekends and summer days enjoying time at the library portion of the school. And I'll be doggone if Mrs. Clayson didn't teach us the alphabet backwards. I don't know why. But she did. Maybe she thought we would need a few parlor tricks to get friends in life. <laughs> Let's see if it works. ZYXWV UTSRQP ONMLKJ IHGFEDCBA. <laughs> I know. It still impresses me. Want to be my friend? You know what? I'd put money on the fact that we have all had some very memorable experiences in elementary and high school. You could definitely tell me a story or three that would be a gut buster or a tearjerker. We most likely have had teachers that we just couldn't imagine the school experience without. Lessons and science fairs, bus rides and lifelong friends, scuffles on the playground and activities we went to. When I was in elementary school, I had some crazy cool teachers. My first experience at Valley Elementary was Mr. Bruce Hoyt as our fourth grade teacher. He was such a gentle giant and no nonsense, mostly. I remember one time that Wade Chamberlain was being a chatterbug. Mr. Hoyt gave him a piece of duct tape to put over his mouth to remind him not to talk. Well, it must have been during some kind of a writing or English assignment because Wade was having a heck of a time with some of his words. So he strolled up to Mr. Hoyt's desk, and like anyone who doesn't have permission to talk, he wrote out his question as follows. How do you spell? And then he put his pen to his lip, all perplexed, because Wade couldn't very well write the word that he didn't know how to spell. This is where you could place the word conundrum or quandary. Well, Mr. Hoyt just thought it was hilarious, and he couldn't contain his laughter. It was a riot of a time in his class. In fifth grade, Mr. Spencer taught us a lot about animal science, incubating, candling, and hatching eggs, animal husbandry stuff, and I'm sure a lot more, but that experience alone really affected me and my love of chickens and chicken. In sixth grade, we had Mr. Taylor, who was also the principal of that small elementary school, and during one class period that I remember, he was attempting to teach us a mathematical equation. All of us were struggling with grasping whatever he was trying to teach and as we came to the end of the class period he had filled the chalkboard with numbers and charts and equations and he had gotten seemingly nowhere with us and he was frustrated as i am sure that we were frustrated he headed off to some of his principal duties during the next period and music was our next class mrs spenlow was the cream of the crop when it came to creating a love of music It seemed like she always entered the classroom with the ukulele in hand and ready to sing with us. I think eventually all of us owned our own ukulele in the effort to be so skilled as she was. We sang songs like the old Hank Thompson hit, Squaws Along the Yukon. You know, oog oogamushka, which means that I love you. If you will be my baby, I'll oog oogamushka you. Then I'll take her hand in mine and set her on my knee. The squaws along the Yukon are good enough for me. Not that I remember it 38 years later, but I just can't seem to find my ukulele after all this time. We all felt so comfortable with Mrs. Spenlove. She was gentle and loving towards a rambunctious bunch of 12-year-olds. So we asked her to explain to us the math strategy that had been left on the chalkboard. And faster than you could sing Flowers on the Wall by the Statler Brothers, which we did as well, we all grasped the concept through her considerate and unique approach. Well, when Mr. Taylor returned, we were so excited to tell him what we had finally learned and from whom. He wasn't impressed. And he kept repeating, that's exactly what I was saying. That's what I told you. So what was the difference? Well, this is what I like to call the Mrs. Spenlove effect. There are going to be times in your life when you are 90% waiting on a dime. And you just can't quite get there until someone specific with the proper frequency walks into your life or your classroom. Mrs. Spenlove might have only taken us 10% of the way to understanding a math strategy, but it was the remaining 10%. Don't be offended as friends or parents or teachers if you don't deliver the whole enchilada with guacamole and jalapeno sour cream. Sometimes impacting people is a team effort. Now, Mr. Taylor did an amazing job getting us 90% of the way. And Frequency Fate on that day, at that time, allowed Mrs. Spenlove to nudge us over the top that final 10%. Do we even realize how much our frequency matters to others? You and I are meant to serve people in our frequency range. What needs to be said in and about life cannot be understood, internalized, or even implemented until we share it with certain people. They need that from you and I. And I'm not talking about politics. I'm talking about life, hard decisions, victories, mistakes, proud moments, regrets, confessions, and just being absolutely emotionally vulnerable. Everyone has friends who just seem to be honed into your sweet spot when it comes to allowing you unconditional pliability with them. You know who I'm talking about. Those people who you could just say anything to, and you know that there will be no judgment. That stuff is so rare. So, whether it's your method or your experiences— the way you present things or your personality, it's going to be your specific frequency, your version of something, a topic, a lesson, an opinion, perspective, anything. Anything of that nature will affect certain people differently and more deeply than anyone else's because it's coming from you and your frequency and not with everybody. But there are certain people that you are here to serve. Age isn't a determining factor in this either. I learn from my kids. I learn from my best friend. And I was impacted by my childhood scoutmaster, Eric Brinkerhoff, in ways that my parents couldn't do. Just like the Mrs. Spenloves in that needed moment, there are people in this life who absolutely need you and your magic touch, your vibration, your frequency, whatever you want to call it. There are certain people in this life who will not be affected or impacted unless you affect them yourself. You have a way of loving and considering that certain people need. Frequency matters, your frequency matters. There are things in this life that will never get done or changed unless you do them yourself and change them yourself. So get out there. Affect them. Share who you are. Here are my takeaways. Don't hate on the skinny dippers. Learn something backwards. It's cool, and it might win you a friend or two. It's hard to be inquisitive with duct tape on your mouth. Ukuleles and sixth graders... Go well together. Don't be offended if I ain't your frequency. And Uga Uga Mushka. We'll see you around. Well, Dad blessed it. I sure enjoyed the visit today. If you gain something from it, be kind enough to follow us and leave a review. And do it right now. If and you would, it'd sure be appreciated. Your comments have been so considerate and honestly left me blushing. And good night. Those reviews make a big difference in the program's visibility. On the Apple platforms, you select the Go to Show option. And then click the Circle Plus sign at the top right to follow. Then scroll down below the episodes to leave some stars and a review them algorithms need all the help they can get so as I can disrupt more good folks like you so I tell you what if you got a friend or three that you just don't like very much well share this podcast with them and let us bug them for a while and if you have comments or suggestions for future discussions, well don't just keep them to yourself we, we, we'd love to hear from you you could DM us on our Instagrams at FYO.podcast and thank you Are you still there? Remember to download the Family Tree app and see how you are related to the people from today's episode. All those links will be included in the show notes. Sometimes it's important to look a gift horse in the mouth. Your gift is your ancestry. Your superpower is their family history stories that make you. Not a one of us crawled out from under a rock, regardless of what you've been told, You have 4,094 grandparents, over 12 generations, with thousands of love stories, battles, difficulties, sadness, happiness, and expressions of hope for the future that allows you to be here today. We are the culmination of so many things we did not choose. It was designed that way. So be gentle with yourself and others. Take the time to learn yourself through your family history stories. There are innumerable tributaries flowing into the life experience that deceptively seems to be your own, but it's not. So think about that as you row, row, row your boat gently down the stream. Russell M. Nelson stated, when our hearts turn to our ancestors, something changes inside us. We feel part of something greater than ourselves. (laughs) I concur. Thank you for joining me on another unbelievably true adventure. Find your family history superpower and activate it. Until the next time, bye.